Welcome to the Don't Be a Schmuck podcast hosted by Michael Hofeld, where old school tactics intersect with the modern business landscape. The place to find simple, no-nonsense business wisdom that will help get you where you want to go. And now, here's the host, Michael Hofeld. How is everybody doing today? It's Michael Hofeld here on the Don't Be a Schmuck podcast. Today... We're going to talk about college. Uh, it's not your standard business tactic thing, but it's something that's been on my mind lately. Uh, you know, I do not have children, uh, but I have some nephews and nieces that are becoming uh, college age. And when they're, my sister comes to me and says, you know, where do, I, where do you think my nephew should go to college? Or, you know, uh, is this or that worth it? I, you know, I've been saying since he's 12, I, I hope he doesn't go to college. Um, so I, you're going to be able to tell that uh, I, I come down on the side of I don't know if college is worth it anymore. When I was younger, I remember when I was in high school, I had this poster. It was a picture of a mansion with like a Ferrari, a Lamborghini, and a Rolls Royce out in front. And the caption was, Justification for Higher Education. So at that time, college was seen as a distinction. It was seen as this method for becoming wealthy. And, uh, you know, I grew up in the 80s and 90s, so it was a much different uh, feeling about you know, that was the way to be a success. It was purely about money. Um, I, I'm definitely embarrassed at this stage of my life for having had that poster on my wall, but it kind of encapsulates a big part of what people think when they think about going to college. Hey, if I go to college and I get my degree, I'm going to be rich. I don't know about that. Um, you know, I neither of my parents went to college. Uh, my father... Uh, and my parents did well, had their own business. And uh, so, you know, that was a different time. But, you know, when I was looking at it, I, I, it really seemed like to become a success in this world, you had to go to college. Um, nowadays, uh, the college debt system is becoming a crisis. And it's turned into a form of indentured servitude. Um, it used to be that there were state universities that were cheap that you could go to and you could find a way to not uh, owe a ton of money when you left school. Nowadays, I think they've become too freewheeling with how much money they'll give you. Um, and it seems like, hey, it's not a problem to pay it off. You have the rest of your life to pay it off. But, um, you know, it's because college has become so expensive, it's like having bought a house at the age of 18. Um, and I don't really think that 18 year olds should be making that level of an investment. Um, again, I, I like to think myself in this situation as a fair arbiter and somebody who comes from a position of reason, um, being that when I have no kids, so I don't really um, have the point of I'm not emotionally tied to it, but I have people that I care and love about that I want to see do well. So I, you know, it's not like I'm completely out of the loop. And, and the other part about it is that over the years, um, having been mostly in a tech business, I've done a lot of hiring. I've looked at a lot of resumes. I've interviewed a lot of people and I can think about what college actually meant, uh, during that process. And, and, and there's definitely a delineation between, you know, what you want to do and, and whether you should go to college. 
if you want to be a doctor, you need to go to college. Um, we know that. Uh, so let's just think about it. Is college worth the money? Well, you got to start with how much does it cost? All colleges are not the same. Um, like I said, there still are cheaper places to go in state universities. There's places there where you can go to um, community colleges or where you can get your associate's degree. And that that is a is you know is a is a good path of of hey you know go get your associate's degree cheap and then maybe go to a more expensive uh, prestigious university after the fact. But uh, the next part is how much you're going to have to borrow. So obviously, if you um, know how much it costs and you know how much you have you know how much you're going to have to borrow um and it's not just the cost of tuition and books and whatever you have to live uh so assuming you're not going to be able to work um you know basically what are you going to be in the hole when you graduate got to figure that out then the next step of looking at the values how much more are you going to make uh you know by going to college how much more money are you going to make now there are a lot of statistics out there that will talk about um, you know, how much more people make in a lifetime uh, having a college degree. Guess what? Those statistics are old. Those are off of older people. Those are off of people my age and older, you know. So it's not necessarily uh, based off of somebody who's 18 to 21 now. They don't know how much money that they're going to earn in their lifetime uh, based off a college degree. And, and there are also studies that show... Um, that, you know, your economic background probably has much of a, 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 a distinction or a, it, it more correlates to that than it does the college degree. Um, so there are, you know, like 62% of recent college graduates are in a, in a field that require a degree, um, yet only 27% uh, of college graduates are working in uh, in jobs that relate to their major. So basically meaning you go to school for something and you probably don't end up working in that field. It's a whole different thing. So again, is college worth it? How much, you know, how much does it cost? How much will you borrow? How much will you make? Um, and again, <clears throat> I think that you have to look at the difference between some prestigious universities and just the general university. If you're going to Harvard, it's worth it. I don't, I don't even know how much it costs to go to Harvard, but it's worth it. Um, there are probably a handful of schools that it's actually worth the price um, because it opens doors. Um, and it is a, a conversation starter, attention getter, <clears throat> something far beyond. And I really do think that 95 to 99% of colleges do not fall in that realm. So, you know, the Ivy League, I don't even know if it's all Ivy League. I would say it's not all Ivy League. I would say Harvard, Princeton, Yale. That's it. Uh, MIT, Stanford. That's, you know, that's that, those, are, those are the ones that, that I actually look at on a resume and go, hmm, damn. You know, that, that you actually, uh, you know, kind of really separate you from the pack. Um so now, you know, when, when looking at the value of college, this is what I've been trying to figure out. Is like, what do you actually get from going to college? Um, you know, the idea is that you get an education. Guess what? Educations are not hard to come by. 
uh, you're paying for your degree now. That's that's really what you're paying for. The educations you can come about differently, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute. But let's also talk about the other things that you could get, which is uh, living on your own. I think that is one of the biggest things that you get from going to college, is being able to live on your own and kind of have this transition phase from, you know, living under your parents' roof to living by yourself and having to take care of yourself. Listen, all people don't have the same life experience. Some people uh, come from, you know, family situations. One parent where they had to work their whole life, had to take care of their um, younger siblings. So they've been introduced to this world uh, much earlier. Well, there are other people who are coddled and uh, had their parents bulldoze their way through life and take care of absolutely everything. Um, I would like to think that most kids fall somewhere in the middle where they've, you know, had to take care of a few things. Uh, but for the most part, they've been taken care of, you know. They've, they've, you know, had to do chores and whatever, but they didn't necessarily have to go food shopping, prepare every meal, Make sure they paid their phone bill. Make sure they paid the, you know, make sure the, the internet works. Just, just all the little things of life that exist. Now, again, when you go to college, it's not like real life. It's kind of this uh, halfway house for children. Um, but I think it's really important because, again, uh, you know, the world is different now. But when I went to school, I never had a phone bill before. Um, and you had to learn how to deal with that. And, and, and you know, the, yes, there was, when I started, there was a cafeteria. But by my senior year, I was living on in an apartment and on my, on my own. And, you know, I had to pay the electric bill, the phone bill, um, the gas bill. You, you know, a couple times, you know, we lived in places where they turned the heat off because we didn't realize how it worked. Now, I know that sounds simple. But, you know, you have to learn by doing. And I think that's one of the biggest things. Now, one thing that goes like hand in hand with that is learning to assimilate into a new environment. You know, when you go to great elementary school, middle school, high school, it's kind of this path where you're with the same people the whole time. And now if some people move and they kind of, you know, have to make new friends and have to learn new environments, but most people, that doesn't happen that often. And when they're at a younger age where they're kind of, you know, forced to sink or swim and they have uh, uh, their parents around to do this. When you go to college, you kind of get to make all these choices for yourself. Um, you know, how are you going to make new friends? What groups are you going to be in? What, you know, there isn't this watchful eye over top of you of your parents looking at you every two seconds to see what you wear and what you did. What time did you come home last night? Um, all, all of those type of things. And, and, you know, you get to experience things like new food. Um, I remember I had, my family, uh, was very straightforward when it came to food. I had never really eaten, had the opportunity to eat something like sushi or Japanese food in my life. I know it sounds so pedestrian now, but it's just, you know, that my menu choices were made by kind of the people I lived with and, and pretty much the people around me. It wasn't, it wasn't as, uh, as much as a multicultural environment. When I went to when I went to school, I met people from not just from different ethnic bath or backgrounds. I went to a school that was that was. I went to Boston University. I'm not really trying to hide where I went. Uh, good school, not one of those top you know handful of five schools. Um, 
but again, I, it was I had a heavy international culture. One of my best friends was from the UAE. Um, just, just, I mean, again, just so many people that I met from different walks of life, different places, that that I had to assimilate to, which I didn't realize how similar the people were in the area that I lived my whole life uh, growing up. And I had moved a couple times town to town, but it, it wasn't this kind of melting pot that I found at college for people from coming from all over the, the country and having all these different tastes and, 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 and it really allowed me to expand. So again, what do you get from college? Like uh, you living on your own, learning to assimilate, meeting, meet, meeting people who can be lifelong friends and partners. That's another part of this, which is, um, you know, some of my, uh, the businesses that dominated my 20s and 30s, my partners were uh, two of my high, uh, two of my college friends. Um, again, people, I had investors who were my, my, my college friends. I had, you know, people who helped me along that were people. I mean, it's an extremely important time to network because you build these deep bonds with people that uh, allow you to kind of grow to that next level. Now, the world is a different place now with social media and um, things like meetups. So it's, it's a little easier to find your niches without something like college. But I still think the bonds that you make in that time in your life are something that you can really build on and people you can rely upon to to grow, especially if you want to start a business or you have the entrepreneurial spirit. It's kind of how it dovetails back into don't be a schmuck. So again, the whole part of this is don't be a schmuck. Um, I think going to college and putting yourself in significant amount of debt is a big schmuck move and uh, we're trying to get you to avoid that. So again, the last thing that you can gain from college other than uh, living on your own, assimilating, uh, meeting people, uh, the degree, which I think is really what you get uh, for paying for it, is a trade. And that is ultimately rare now. As I mentioned before, if you, there are almost no undergraduate trades anymore. Uh, I have a degree in accounting. I never took the CPA test. I never uh, thought of being an accountant. It's still one of the few trades that you can, you can get with uh, a bachelor's degree. Um, you know, most like you want to be uh, an engineer, uh, a lawyer, uh, architect, uh, a doctor. Um, almost all those things require a master's degree. I guess you know, computer science is something that with an undergraduate degree. But I think we can, we would probably immediately. Uh, admit that uh, when it comes to computer science, you're just as likely to be uh, well educated by learning in other places than going to a university for it and paying hundreds of thousands of dollars. So again, I don't think you can really get a trade. The education, you can get elsewhere. Meeting people, learning to assimilate new environments, living on your own, those are the things that I think that are, are kind of priceless um, and that make the value work. So now let, let's just talk about alternatives. So now there are, you know, over the years, 10, 20 years, you've, really 10, you've seen the advent of online universities. And, you know, they were cheap. Uh, you know, they, they seem like a cheap alternative. I cannot believe, I mean, they, and they still are to an extent um, in comparison to, um Brick and mortar universities, and 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 also their prestige is rising. Like the University of Phoenix and Grand Canyon, uh, they're 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 rising. So I mean, 
and they're starting to attach themselves to physical locations. So, I mean, you're seeing much more of a hybrid. Um, and, you know, the cost there is somewhere between forty dollars and $50,000 in total for your degree. Whereas somewhere else you're looking at 200000 I mean, it, it, again, it depends. Uh, you know, I mean... I, it depends on whether you calculate uh, tuition, books, and room and board. I mean, some statistics have it at really for private colleges around one hundred and forty thousand. Um, in state, they have it at forty thousand. So I, I just I haven't seen those prices. Um, and then for out of state, going to public universities, they have it at about a hundred. I think those are those are low. Um, you know, I I. I you know, again, it's it's closer to two hundred thousand with room and board for a private college. But again, I don't know, and I think that listen, uh, it it's hard to have come. You know, it's rare to come from a family that has two hundred thousand dollars to pay for a kid to go to school, um, and let alone a couple of them. I mean, let's just say, let's just be generous and say twenty percent of the population can do that. Um, so the other 80% can't, and they're going to have to borrow money. So the alternatives, we talked about paid universities. Now, what about free online schools? You know, you have MIT's OpenCourseWare, you have Harvard X. Um, these are, these are two of the best schools in the world, and you can take classes that they've put right online. So again, we're talking about education. What type of education do you want to get? Um, what, what is it you're going for, to school for? Again, I think when you're 18, um, and this is not everybody, it's you really don't know. And it's not because there's anything wrong with somebody who's 18. It's just they just haven't been exposed to enough. They haven't learned, uh, they haven't taken classes that have been elected. For the most part, when you go to you know, junior high and high school, 90% of the classes you're taking are selected for you. You kind of get the choice of how hard the class might be, and that's based on your, your how they judge your abilities, your aptitude, and then maybe you get to choose, oh, I want to take uh, Spanish and, instead of French, or I want to take whatever, art instead of music, if you're lucky, if your school still has those things. So again, I, you, you don't know about education, and you have now that you have the opportunity for free online schools, MIT, Harvard. Um, and then you have all these other things which are kind of pseudo ways, not pseudo, they're ways of getting education that they're just not as formulated as a two-year or four-year degree. And I think that you, once you get out of the idea that an education and a degree are not the same thing, you're already winning. Because, uh, you know, the, what, the ed, what the degrees have are structure. And, you know, there are kind of, and they have this piece of paper, and that's what you get to put on your resume. And, you know, you have these other things like the Khan Academy, Udacity. Uh, there are trade schools. There are tons of boot camps popping up all over the place, especially for coding, um, where they, they, you know, you can learn a specific type of, of programming, and you will get a, a certification in that program. Certifications, especially in the world of technology, are probably... As important as the degree and, and, and really just what you've done um, you know I talked about earlier uh, about interviewing people and it, it again it depends on what position you're hiring them for 
But ultimately, uh, you know, if I'm hiring them for something that's above entry level, I want to know what they've done and I want to see what they've done and I want to know how they thought about it. And that is so much more important than where they went to college or if they finished college. And I can tell you this much. I have never once, I've hired hundreds upon hundreds of people, never once checked into somebody's education because it didn't matter. It didn't matter. I mean, again, there are, if you want to get a job in government or, or these certain things where they require a specific degree, guess what? I think that a lot of that is somewhat going to go away. Um, the only reason that it exists is for standards that don't even work. And, and, uh, and that's kind of where we're going, which is, I mean, I guess if you want to be a teacher, uh, you, you need a degree. I guess that was one trade that I left out. And they underpay teachers and, again, I think the education system is somewhat broken. Uh, no, it's broken. Just flat out broken. I'm not blaming the teachers. I'm just, it's an institution that, that is, does not allow for a lot of innovation. Um, you have the government at the bottom of it, then you have these for-profit colleges at the top of it, and uh, the system is kind of broken, and you, it's, it's just bound for disruption. Just bound for disruption. An alternative to college must come. Um, I'll tell you, I mean, an alternative to high school has come. I mean, there are online classes, and that's that's another part of, of what is happening. And, you know, I've uh, been in relationships with some women who've, uh, who've been in college, and, and, and they were taking most of their classes online, which I think is, you know, it's good. I actually, you know, I'm old enough that I was... Uh, kind of a lab rat for not online colleges, but what they called satellite colleges, where we had a teacher in, you know, because in my high school, they couldn't offer whatever, uh, high-level business or economics or Japanese or something like that. So there was one teacher who was in, like, Nashville, and kids would uh, sit in front of a TV together, five or six of us, and we would watch, our, you know, our teacher. And that, that, that made instruction, you know, and options much greater. So, and now with online classes, it, it gets even better. Now, you have to worry about how much learning is being done um, because, you know, how, you know, you're just reprinting these facts and how are you passing the test. But they're getting better about how to proctor tests and, and how to make sure that these are the people. Listen, when it comes to education, it's like playing golf. If you want to cheat, you can cheat. You know what I mean? Ultimately, um, if you cheat when it comes to uh, your education, you're really cheating yourself. I know that sounds lame and lazy and whatever, but it's it's an actual truth, which is, uh, you know, I, listen, I was not the best student in the world. I was, I've considered myself relatively smart, but I just didn't imply myself. But I never cheated. I never cheated. Because I just thought, like, I again, I... I it's probably pride more than anything. It's just that, that, like, if I wanted to do well, I would apply myself. I just didn't. I wanted to put in the minimum effort for the maximum result. I always found that a B plus was way less work than an A minus or an A. So that would be the amount of work that I would put in. So, again, you know, when it comes to an education, if you know what you want to learn, or if you know that you just want to learn, there's so many options now. There are YouTube videos. There's lynda.com. Like, I love Linda. You know, that's, that's a, a great source. If you, you know, I want to learn a, how to be, you know, about data analytics. Okay, here's, here's six hours of, of videos with, 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 you know, worksheets and, and, uh, and different ways to apply it and, and learn. So, I mean, again, 
I'm just railing on this because my opinion of a college education is the education is easily replaced through other means. It is. It's easily replaced. And most likely, there are better educations to be found. Um, And, you know, what you'd say is, uh, okay, well, you know, you don't have access to the professors or whatever. There are ways around that, 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 that. Again, and, and I think that's part of the stuff that's, that's uh, being disrupted now is they will give you access to experts and you'll be able to do that. But, you know, listen, I found the most college kids to be lazy. Their interaction with the professor was as little as they could possibly do for 95% of the students. Again, 5% uh, or 10%, 5% were kiss asses, 5% were actually interested and wanted to, you know, learn more. But it, it was rare. I just found very, very few people that, that wanted to interact with their professors. And again, if you've t- you know, some classes you'd take, you'd be in these lectures halls with 800 people and, and be listening. What the, why the fuck would I be there for that? Why would I pay large amounts of money for that? That is not what you're paying for. So, I mean, that's my feeling, which is basically... Uh, is we have to come up with a better way to replicate the college process. Let's go back to what I said before, which is what are the values? What do you have to gain? Living on your own, learning to assimilate a new environment, meeting people who could be lifelong partners. Um, Those are the things that you can't easily replicate. Okay, so obviously I can sit here and I can rail on why college is uh, over, you know, overvalued and that you shouldn't go or you should figure out an alternative. And I got to at least have an idea, right? So this is my idea. This is the idea that I gave my sister for my nephew, who I love very much. And I, I think he can be a success, but I also don't think he's in a position where he knows exactly what he wants to do. And this is kind of, not everybody can do this because... One, you have to have the means, and, and you have to have kind of the second element is. I said he should pick one of his friends from, from, from high school who is going to a college out of state, not that far away. Go get an apartment with him. Let's just use my, my sister lives in northern New Jersey. Let's say one of his best friends is going to the University of Syracuse. Get the kid apartment in an apartment in Syracuse. Let him take online classes for a year or two to get his associate's degree. He has a friend who he can assimilate with at the school. He can also take, you know, one or two classes at the school. This way he can meet people in classes. He can be a, you know, a somewhat of a registered student and he can use some of the facilities and stuff. It's just the, it is the way to replicate the process without dumping all the money into a an education that is incredibly overvalued. Now, is this the perfect solution? No. But imagine if there were an apartment complexes of, you know, that that mimicked so much of what was a college dorm. And they put them in college cities. They put them in Austin, they put them in Columbus, they put them in Orlando. And you you know, it was some sort of path that was put together where you know, kids could go there, audit a few classes. They would have a track that they would be on. You put some, you know, room uh, or room monitors in the in the in the uh, apartment complex, so they don't go crazy and set the place on fire and let eighteen-year-olds live by themselves. Um, 
imagine that. Number one, it'd be a great business because you know you could it'd be basically running an apartment complex where you could completely overcharge, completely. Because basically, you could charge. You know, you put. You know, when you look at what schools charge for housing, it's ridiculous. You know, because you're paying a thousand dollars a month, and you you have a, a, a you know a room with a shared bath, and you have you have three hundred square feet. Um, uh, for two people, like uh, it's just, it's just crazy. Imagine if you could basically get three thousand dollars for a, th- you know, a, a three-bedroom apartment that really normally rented for a thousand or, or something. You probably put, you probably get five thousand. You put six kids in a three-bedroom apartment that normally rented for twelve, fifteen hundred at most. Uh, yeah, you got to pay five hundred bucks and add resources each month to have the room monitor and the and you know maybe you have counselors for the kids that they have to deal with once in a week or something like that and but that's such a better use of money than dumping it into these edu- these systems that that literally are going to saddle you with with uh, expense for the rest of your life um, if you come out of school with $200,000 in debt you bought a house and you have nothing to show for it except for this piece of paper, which we don't know if makes you any more money now. And if you haven't gotten a real education, you're out of school, and now you're going to have to figure out how to compete in a world that is very large now. Um, you know, that's that's one of the things that uh, when I encounter people who go to school for something like uh, digital media or even programming, it's like, guess what? You're competing with with programmers in Eastern Europe or Eastern Europe and uh, India and all over Southeast Asia and cost of living isn't the same so now you're you're competing with the whole world and you're saddled with debt now that's not a great place to be so don't do it Just literally start to think different from the time you're young and and that's you know <clears throat> there is no justification for college anymore except for five percent of the schools and probably ten percent of the kids the rest of them just need a halfway house for life and a and some structure in how they should educate themselves so many of these classes are online so much of the work is done online so much you know is different than it was that again if you want to cheat yourself out of an education you want to figure a quick road to getting that degree you're going to be able to find a way around it there are all these scandals about how you know rich people got their kids into school guess what there's the same shit about getting your kids through school um there you can pay people to do your your stuff you can pay people to take your tests if you want an education you can get an education without paying all the money to go to college so that's my point here is do not be a schmuck uh, again, you come from means, you, your situation doesn't work out, you got a scholarship, you got all this other things, hey, this doesn't entirely apply to you. If you're going to come out of college with $30,000, $40,000 in debt, it's not the end of the world. 200000 Yeah. But, and again, the other problem is, is that people go for a year, and then they, they, they are $30,000 in debt, and then they don't finish. That's another part of this. I'd rather see you accumulate debt on the second half, which is find your way through it at 18, 19 years old. When you're a little bit older, just two years, you're going to know more. And just and listen, if you're if you're succeeding uh, at 18 and 19 year old, 
you, you, guess what? You're, you're going to be a smart person. You're going to move forward. Um, but, you know, better to use those two years to find a way to grow um, than to wa- find a way to grow into debt. And most parents just feel the necessity that it's their responsibility to get their kids to go to college. And I think that's kind of what's broken in the system. Is It's just this, um, you know, unspoken... Uh, societal need to feel like they've done their kids right by sending them to college. That is because that is the way they were raised. Like I was raised that college got you something and some college got you somewhere. It still will probably get you further, but it's not the only option. And that's what I'm saying is the only, it is not the only option. So again, I hope I've helped. I enjoyed giving a rant today. Um, even if I got people to think just a little bit differently about how they look at college or how they look at college for their kids, um, you know, some kids are going to be dead set on going to this university. I don't know. Again, I don't have kid children, so one of the main reasons is because I can't say no. Um, I have a little English bulldog who runs my life, and I can only imagine if he were a living, breathing human, um, he would... You know, if he said he wanted to go to uh, Boston University for four years, I would probably try to figure out a way. But maybe if I talked to him a little bit and he was a little understanding, I'd get him to say, why don't you go to Boston with so-and-so? We'll get you an apartment and you'll live like a king instead of let's give the money to you instead of giving it to the university. Probably won't work, but fuck it if I'm not, not going to at least try. So, again, that's my spiel for today. I hope you've enjoyed it. I hope I was entertaining, and I hope I helped some people out. Um, if you want to talk about this more or you want to have me look at your business or whatever, get at me on social media or hit me up on DBS, DBASpod at Gmail, and we will talk about it. You all have a lovely day.